the Rise Higher podcast has been designed to help you rise on your down days and go even higher on your good days. Let's rise higher together. Hey Rise Hires, welcome to this week's episode. Today we're looking at anger. So when we feel angry, it can completely consume us, can't it? We can just completely spiral off and just go off into another world almost. And we're going to look today at what the anger is sort of telling us and how we can transform it. Because like I've just said, when you're lost in it and you almost can't see anything else, it's really hard to bring ourselves out of it. People say like, snap out of it, you know, just forgive them, just let it go. Just just trust everything will be okay. But it's sometimes not as easy as that when we're completely consumed in the emotion. So if you've ever, or you're feeling it now, it's very pertinent for me, this one today, because over the last few days, I've just been feeling this real anger. And we're almost we've almost got this idea that's bred into us on social media that it's not okay to be angry, that it's a bad thing and that we should be happy all the time. But that is just a load of rubbish. There is no sort of, no one has ever said that we shouldn't be angry. It's actually a healthy emotion. It's just that we almost feel like we're not good enough if our lives aren't happy all of the time. But today we're going to really look at that because anger is one of those emotions that we need. We need a balance of light and dark. We need that yin and yang. We, it's, it's telling us that something needs to be looked at and that's the key. That's why it's super, super important. Even the happy feelings, you know, we can sort of feel and we can, we can embrace, but we also need to embrace the anger as well. When you're in the moment, when you're really feeling that anger and that annoyance, it it's just all consuming, but that's where we can't bury it down. We can't just stamp on it. We can't just ignore it. We can't just pretend it's not there. Well, we can, but it will come up again in the future and again and again. And underneath, on that spiritual energy that we have within us it's just manifesting there and it's creating circumstances in our life that we don't even realize that it's creating how crazy is that and how ironic that you know I've been a student of the course for years and every time you need a lesson you get it you'll have experienced that in life yourself where you might go on to like the secret app that day and that message is just exactly what you needed that day. Or you go on to your emails or something and you get that message that you really needed that day. So today's way of overcoming the anger is to really look at it. So that's step one. So I always say to really feel it you've got to not ignore it to really go into the anger why are you angry where is it come from it doesn't mean to say that we're going to compound it by looking at it we have to look at why we're angry and it's very subtle anger can come up in some very insidious ways 
So our ego mind, the smaller self within us that we've been trained to think and trained to feel and trained to respond in, trained to act in, that is very insidious and it will look for any scrap of evidence within the courses, within our brother, so within anybody that we know, anybody that we meet, husbands, partners, colleagues, bosses, it will look for any scrap of evidence that that person is guilty and we will focus on that and we will become angry. It might be justified. They might have really, really hurt us. They might have let us down. They might have not supported us. We might, on in the material world, have every right to be really angry at them. But what the course teaches us is to look at that, own it, accept it, so really look at it, and then think, I can be right or I can be happy, but I can't be both. So I can hold on to this anger, this annoyance. And that's what it can come down to. It can be just a tiny annoyance that bills and bills. It can be something that somebody's done that's really bad. You know, as we label it bad, I'm doing the quotation marks. But we can, we can, be, we can be right and say, but you did this and you do that. And I don't like it when you do that. We can blame them and we can stay on that level. And it can feel really good, can't it? You know, to be on that level and you're wrong, you did this. You're not pulling your weight. You're not helping out enough. You did this for people that have gone through the infidelity. You cheated. We can blame and it feels good momentarily. But that sword that we're holding over the other person's head doesn't fall on them. It falls on us. So we can be right or we can be happy, but we can't be both. And that means that we're asked all the time to look through what our conscious mind, what the ego mind is screaming at us is wrong about the other person. It's asking us to look for a tiny flicker of light within them, something good that they actually do. And when we're consumed in the anger, and we're dedicated to looking at it because we know we want to be happy and we want to transform it instead of staying lost in it, then it's asking us to really focus on one tiny flicker of light within them. So we'll do it now. So we'll, we'll go through how to do it now. And we'll go through a bit of a lesson in the course but I'll make it really easy like I do and, you know, make it really practical. So think now of someone you do not like. They've irritated you. They've angered you. They've done something to just annoy you. Could be a really small annoyance that's built up. You could actively despise them or you could merely just try to overlook them. You know, somebody who, when you're in their company, they just trigger you. And it doesn't matter what form your anger takes. I know you've thought of them already. So that person is perfect. So now, what we do is we close our eyes, if it's safe to do so, and we see them in our mind. And we look at them for a while. Now, we don't want to do this, do we? Because we're almost like, I don't want to look anymore at the anger because I'm already angry. 
but this is the work that we've got to do within ourselves because as you know it all comes from within so we've got to try and perceive some light within them somewhere a tiny little gleam that you may have never noticed try to find some little spark of brightness shining through the ugly picture that we have of them look at this picture until we see a light somewhere within it and then try and let this light extend to cover them we'll do this more in the visualization later but it's just showing you that what we're trying to focus on is that glimmer of light within them and what we can offer to them so what instead of focusing on their anger their guilt what annoys us about them if we can go beyond all of that suffering it's it's showing us two things really what we're focusing on somebody else rightly or wrongly remember is what we focus on within ourselves so if we're really angry really annoyed at somebody else then it's also showing a level of the same frustration and anger within ourselves and it goes very deep this lesson and we almost can't comprehend it because it's that deep and we almost can't believe that we would hate ourselves that much but that sort of anger that levels of frustration at somebody else is also showing the same sort of levels of anger that we have towards ourselves it might not be for the same reason they might have let us down for a different reason but it shows that we've got that same level of anger within us what we give on the material world was sort of taught that we then have less of so if i give you money or i give you love i give you forgiveness then that means i've got less for me whereas on a spiritual basis in the spiritual world only what we give to others we then get back so if i give you love i'm not going to be left with less I'm going to get loads more back and it's it's this that we've really got to get our minds around and I know if you're thinking now you don't know what he's done you don't know what she's done if you knew you would be just as angry as me I completely get it honestly where my head has been at over the last few days and the the ego mind in you tells you well you're a coach you should never be angry that is so not true. It's we. These things have got to come up. It's got to highlight to us what's going on internally. Now, if we were an enlightened master, somebody could do anything and we wouldn't be triggered. We would just think, I know the love's within me. I know the love deep down is within them, even though they're struggling to show it to me at the time, even though they're in real pain and they've acted in a way that's hurt me. I don't need to stay on that level so I can forgive them because I know it heals us both on so many levels we can't even comprehend it's that freedom it's that release and I know with the whole you don't know what's happened you don't know what it's like it can be really hard to forgive because on the material plane again what they've done can be unacceptable really they shouldn't have hurt us, they shouldn't have let us down, they shouldn't have put so much pressure on us, we might feel overwhelmed, but we've got to realise that some of this kind of chaos, we have a part of, 
And even if that part that we're playing is only 5%, 10%, 20%, whatever it is, we're, we're part of it. So we sort of put all this anger onto the other person and then we feel a bit guilty for feeling angry and then we we sort of just get lost in it and forgiveness feels so hard to do at times and it almost doesn't feel that powerful so the lesson today I'll just read a little bit about forgiveness but it talks about how it's the key to our happiness so that's the lesson one two one forgiveness is the key to happiness here is the answer to your search for peace Here is the key to meaning in a world that seems to make no sense. Here is the way to safety in apparent dangers that appear to threaten you at every turn. Here are all questions answered and the end of all uncertainty. The unforgiving mind, so when we feel like we can't go there, is full of fear and offers love no room to be itself. It's almost like we can't go there. You know, we're so angry, we're so full of fear that we can't get to the love. It's like it's gone within us, it's gone within everybody else and everything's a mess. The unforgiving mind is sad without the hope of respite and release from pain. It suffers and abides in misery, peering about in darkness and not yet certain of the danger lurking there. The unforgiving mind is torn with doubt confused about itself and all it sees, afraid and angry, weak and blustering, afraid to go ahead, afraid to stay, afraid to waken or to go to sleep, afraid of every sound, yet more afraid of stillness, terrified of darkness, yet more terrified at the approach of light. What can the unforgiving mind perceive but its damnation? What can it behold except the proof that all sins are real? Sin just means a mistake. So that's what the unforgiving mind does. It sees, it just sees mistakes. It looks upon the world and it sees what's in, what's in, what's in us. That's what I was trying to get to before that the unforgiving mind sees what's within us. And it's hard to take because when we're angry at somebody else, We are projecting it all on them and saying it's all you, but it's actually partly within us as well. Again, even if it's only 5%, we've got to own our part. And the main, the real key about forgiveness is that it's acquired. It's not something we're born with because we didn't need it at the beginning. But it's because we've sort of got lost in this anger and this unforgiveness we have to teach ourselves how to forgive and we can do that but we by doing that we can save ourselves we can save the situation because we're more powerful than we realize and there's a line in the bible i have no idea which chapter which verse but it says vengeance is mine said the lord and that means we sort of think well i sort of thought it meant i don't know whether you do that it means that oh my God, God is going to be angry at us. You know, he's going to come and get us because of what we've done, all the mistakes we've made. Vengeance is mine, I'll come and get you. What it really means, 180 degrees difference. This is the difference in the thinking of the world and the thinking of love and God and, you know, all of that spiritual stuff. What that actually means is give me your anger. 
You know, you don't need to carry this anger, this unforgiveness around with you. Even if, and back to that what if, what if you don't know my circumstances, you don't know how bad he treated me, she treated me. It's a case of we can either stay there and choose to stay in that drama or we can choose to let it go. It doesn't mean to say we need to condone the behaviour or put up with it. It might be something that we need to walk away from. It might be when you've got that toxic sort of friends or partner or situation or work that it's time for you to leave. But as I always say, it's not do I stay or do I leave? It's how do I stay or how do I leave? Because like the monks that I always talk about, the monks where the woman asked for a lift across the water and one of the monks did it, put her down at the other side and she just went and said, thank you very much and she left. And the other monk said, I can't believe you just did that. You carried a, a woman over the water. You know, they're not meant to touch women. And the monk that carried the woman over said, I only carried her over the water. You have been carrying her ever since. And that's what we do. We we can carry this anger at what people do about how the world isn't how we thought it would be and how we feel let down and how we feel scared. And all of this, all of these emotions that come up that aren't like love are really good. It doesn't seem like it at the time. And it's really hard to forgive at times and you almost feel like it's not powerful. But that's where the trust comes in. That whatever's coming up, whatever situation you're in at the minute with the anger, with the unforgiveness, it's trusting that what we're about to do in the visualisation is really, really freaking powerful. We've just got to trust it. And if you're thinking, I'm really going to struggle to see any glimmer of light in the person that you're asking me to look at, you will find it, just trust, even if it's 1%, just a teeny tiny flicker of light. And when we go through it, afterwards, you'll just feel a little bit more peaceful. And that's when you've got to trust that big shifts have happened, even if you can't see it, you can't actually see it just yet. That's where we've got to trust that things have changed on an energetic level. So as ever, whoever came to your mind before, even if it's a little annoyance, somebody that's in the room that annoys you, that's who we're going to focus on. And in the next lesson, we're going to do about the sort of self-hatred and the pain that we carry within us that some of these emotions are just flagging up. That's another whole story in itself. So yeah, get some get somewhere where you're nice and comfy, you won't be disturbed and we'll do the visualisation and it's really deep and it's lovely and just let yourself go there and I will see you on the other side of the visualisation. Okay, so sit in somewhere where you're comfy, where you won't be disturbed and just start to place your attention on your breath. Breathing in through your nose and out through your nose. Breathing in through your nose and breathing out through your nose. And breathing in through your nose 
and breathing out through your nose. Just really place your attention, place your inner eye on the space between your eyebrows. And just start to feel your energy. Start to feel how you're feeling right now. What have you come to this visualization feeling like? And just trust that whatever comes up, whoever comes up, that this work is deep and this work will transform you on levels you can't even begin to realize. So now I want you to think of someone that you do not like, who irritates you, who causes regret in you when you meet them, someone you actively despise or try to overlook. It doesn't matter what the form your anger takes, whoever you are chosen is perfect. Now close your eyes and see him in your mind and look at him a while. Try to perceive some light in them somewhere, a little gleam of light that you never noticed before. Try to find that little spark of brightness that shines through that ugly picture that we hold of them. Look at this picture until you see a light somewhere within them. It might be hard for you to see this light, but try and see just a flicker of a flame, a little bit of a spark within them, and then see this light grow. It grows and it extends and it covers their entire body and it extends out of them and it covers them and it just fills them with all good, with all the love. They're completely covered in this light. See it sparkling, see it shimmering, see a golden white light all over them. Look at this change perception for a while and bathe in how beautiful it is and turn your mind to someone that you call a friend. So now see a friend in your mind, somebody that doesn't trigger you that you can spend time with and try to transfer the light you saw around your former enemy to your friend. Perceive both of the people in front of you as being filled with light. See your friend full of this light, how good you feel about your friend and see the same light covering that person that previously annoyed you. See them both filled with this light. Perceive them now both more than just friends. For in that light shows that you are saved and you are saving and you are healed and you are whole. Then let them offer you the light that you see in them, the light that you see within your enemy and your friend is united 
and it comes to you and it covers you up as well. So all three of you are now bathing in this light. You're all one. Your enemy is covered with light, your friend is covered with light and you are covered with light too. The love you gave to your enemy and your friend has come back to you a hundredfold. So you can now give more love to your enemy and to your friend and you can start to see them both as friends. See that love come back to you and it's a big cycle, it extends out back to both of your friends and back to you and it's one big cycle of love just going round in circles. You have forgiven them and you have forgiven yourself. Never forget the role forgiveness plays in bringing happiness to every unforgiving mind, yours amongst them. Tell yourself regularly that forgiveness is the key to your happiness. And this enables you to awaken from that dream that you can be hurt, that you can be impacted. It releases you from the dream that you are full of mistakes and that other people are full of mistakes. And know that everybody underneath whatever behavior, whatever they're showing you is really a perfect child of God, a perfect child of the universe. And just know that next time you meet this person, it's never to say that they won't annoy you ever again. But you've been here once so you can come here again. It might mean that you don't stay. It might mean that you leave. It might mean that you have to have a conversation. It might mean that you realize you need to do more work on yourself. You might realize you want to do more love and strength work on yourself. Whatever decision you make inside of yourself right now, whatever you need to do, you know that you can come back to this place. So in the future, if somebody else annoys you or frustrates you or hurts you, you can be angry, you can go there and it's going to show you to come back within and to do this inner work. It's not a bad thing, it's a, it's a trigger and it's asking you to come within and do some inner work. So you see the love within somebody else and you make it brighter, you turn up that love dial. The love you extend to other people comes back to you and you are both just in this gorgeous cycle of love. What this does on so many levels is so almost hard to comprehend. But for these few minutes that we've been doing this visualization, you have gone past the ego mind, the mind that just wants to keep us down and keep us small. And we've accessed that place of love within ourselves and with other people, that's our strength. We're almost so confused at times because when we're angry and we're feeling small and we're not showing up 
and we're not able to see the good in people. We're so focused on what annoys us about them. We're so confused, we're out of alignment. And this self-hatred that it's bringing up, all of these buried anxieties and anger towards ourself, it's bringing all of that up and we get so confused because we think it's all about the other person but it's also about what's in us and this anger that's coming up and the forgiveness work that we do is healing us on so many levels through so many lifetimes and it's clearing the way imagine your energy being cleared you feel lighter, brighter what you're looking out onto the world, you look out to your world, look at the people in your world. See your former enemy and your friend in front of you and see them differently. It's all lighter, it's all brighter. This is the truth. And whatever you need to do from this place, you can do from a completely different energetic state. The more we forgive, the more miracles we receive. The more we forgive, the more love we can see within ourselves and within other people. The more we give good stuff, the more good stuff comes back to us. And now one last final time, see that light within your former enemy and your friend. See them buzzing with gorgeous light. See it within yourself. You're all filled with this light. It's all joined up. Breathe in that gorgeous light and exhale and release. Breathe in that gorgeous light and exhale and release and breathe in that light and exhale and release and you might want to just wiggle your fingers, wiggle your toes just bring a little bit of movement back into your body bring your attention back into your body, back into your mind and that was pretty deep and if your ego mind is telling you that it's not that powerful and you didn't really go there and you struggled and it might not work, just ignore it, just let it all go. Come back to that love within yourself and know that you've done the inner work. And when we do the inner work, everything changes. We can let go, we don't need to know exactly what's going to happen. But we can let go knowing that we've done the work and the universe can now sort itself out, realign and help us. So again, take a nice inhale, maybe move your body a little bit, smile. If you can, jump up and down a little bit, get that energy back in your body, shake your head a little bit. And oh gosh, that was very, very deep. So as ever, let me know how you get on. You might need to come back to this a couple of times a day. You might need to do it more. Just keep doing it. If there's something that's angering you at the minute, keep doing this. 
and let me know of the miracles that you receive because I know that they will come to you. Be aware, they might be small, they might be big. Be aware of what happens over the next few days, the next week. If you need to, come back to it again, but please let me know how you've got on because I love hearing your feedback. All right, have a great day. Bye.